The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Back everybody to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits. Your Monday, June twelfth edition. Hope everybody had a good weekend. Ready for the work week, new DFS week. Tons to like. Got a nine game slate on your Monday. Um, really good stuff. Good hitting environments across baseball. Wind blowing out with some heat in uh, Washington between the Braves and Nationals. You got some heat in Pittsburgh, but wind's not too bad. Cubs and Mets. Wind blowing out hard to right. Plenty of heat there. Philly, Boston, really warm, wind blowing out to right. You got uh, wind blowing out to left in Houston, Texas, Houston, if the roof is open. Chances of rain, 40 to 50%. Seattle at Minnesota. Keep an eye on that one. Very, uh, very interesting play there. You got a warm one, Baltimore, Chicago, White Sox. Uh, the wind's blowing in. Cincinnati at San Diego, blowing in pretty, pretty good. Uh, interesting slate we have here. Uh, you got totals of Braves, Fulty. Uh, Braves versus Nationals at eight. Rockies at Pittsburgh eight and a half. Cubs Mets eight. Phillies Red Sox ten and a half. Rangers Astros nine. Mariners Twins ten. Orioles White Sox ten. Yankees Angels eight and a half. Reds Padres eight and a half. Let's get into your pitching and your top price arm on the slate without a doubt. Steven Strasburg twelve thousand seven hundred bucks at home against the Atlanta Braves. Strasburg has been outstanding. Um, usually we debate picking, pitching up for uh, him, but he's been great. He's worth the high price tonight. 25 or more DraftKings points and four straight starts. Uh, two run runs or less in all four starts. Eight, seven, 15, 11 Ks. Uh, last time out at Atlanta, seven and two thirds, five hits, two earned 11 Ks, 35.7 points. Been outstanding. You got the Braves striking out about 20% of the time. Last 30 days, 13th best barrel, fifth getting barrel 3.76% of the time. Striking out over 33% of the batters he's facing. Braves' lowest team total at 319 on the slate. Lefty's hitting 257, righty's 281 off Strasburg. By and far and away, best play on the night, Strasburg, if you're paying up. Next up, Jacob DeGrom, 10 2 at Chicago. Yeah, it's a little scary, but it's a great GPP play for the fact that people look at his last two starts where he's gotten blown up. And the fact he's facing the Cubs, and people will be like, nope, we're not paying for him. Makes for a great GPP play. He's had a rocky two starts at Texas, which is, you know, 
I told you guys not to play him. That hitting environment was filthy that night. And then against Milwaukee, who's boom or bust, they went boom. That's just what happens. His velocity is still there. All the peripherals are the same. He, if he's hurt, he's hiding it well, and we'll find out tonight. But he's a very, very good. And the Cubs, contrary to name value alone, are an average offense. They have the second lowest team total on the night. They have a strikeout rate of uh, 22%. DeGrom striking out 30% of the batters and faces. Team total 383. Lefty's hitting 299. Righty's 319. They have an average Woba of 308. Cubs are average right now. They have a, some pop here and there. We know that, obviously, it's the Cubs. But they're average. So don't just be scared and immediately push him to the side. He makes for a great GPP play. Now the pricing drops all the way down to 8,800. We have Hugh Darvish at Houston. Um, if you want to use him, go for it. Running into the juggernaut known as the Houston Astros at a price tag of 88. There's guys below running into the juggernauts that are punts that you're saving over $2,000 on. I'll go that route. Darvish has to be perfect. His uh, He's facing a team in the Astros who only strike out 18% of the time, one of the lowest in all of baseball. Darvish is a strikeout guy. He did strike him out like eight times two starts ago, but he still limited his points. He just He's got way too many home runs. Uh, you got a Houston team with a team total of 460, one of the higher ones on the board, 352 Woba, 196 ISO versus right-handed pitching. He's a good pitcher. You know, the upside's there. It's just there's gambles, and then there's just like, whoa, three earned runs. In three straight starts, the Ks are okay, but 25-5 and 15-9-9-5. He's worth a gamble if you want to go that route. I just won't be heavy on him. I will gamble on Rick Porcello, 8600 bucks at home against Philadelphia. Yes, he's been a headache. Yes, his last start was a disaster at the Yankees. That's at the Yankees. Then three in runs in Baltimore, two at home or Seattle, four at Texas. Good cash game play with a really good floor, but really, really, really good upside if he's on against the Phillies team. It's not the best in baseball. Um... Team total four six seven. Lefty's hitting two eighty seven. Righty's three oh eight off Barcelo. Average Woba of three oh eight. Decent ISO. Nothing special at one fifty one. The Phillies strike out twenty three percent of the time versus Righty. Barcelo striking out about twenty two percent he faces. Just got to lower that hard contact rate of forty two point two percent. Other than that, things look good. We move on. I'm warning you about Kyle Freeland. He's eighty one hundred bucks at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh hits. Uh, lefty's okay. Not great, but okay. The biggest thing with Freeland, he's not a strikeout guy. He strikes out 15% of the batters he faces. Big ground ball guy. He's a pitch-to-contact guy. Yeah. If he's not going six or at least seven like scoreless innings or at least gets the win with like one or two runs, you're not getting value for 8100 bucks. He was a great play when his value was much lower. At the price tag now, he's going to be near perfect to get you the production you need. Cash game, maybe. GPP is not worth it. I actually will have Pittsburgh bats in play tonight. Masiro Tanaka, 7800 bucks. Until Tanaka gets fixed for good, I can't go there. He's facing an Angels team that just came out of Houston, hitting everybody. Before that, they were hitting phenomenal in Detroit. Something weird in that clubhouse. Trout gets hurt, and they are hitting the baseball like crazy. Um, Tanaka does you know, bring strikeouts to the table, but he also um, high hard contact rate of 34-4. You got a home run to fly ball, 23.3. He's one of the worst in baseball, giving up the long ball. So Angels bats in play until Tanaka can prove me otherwise. I'll stay away. I will go to Joe Musgrove at 7,600 bucks at home. He's the Texas Rangers. Um, he's a 
Control pitcher, has to hit his targets, so that's always a little worrisome. But when he's locating, he's locating well. Last time out, seven innings, four hits, nowhere in six Ks versus Baltimore for 29-4. Good cash game play. Uh, we know Texas has the home run upside, but as a team, they aren't the scariest. Uh, as long as Musgrove isn't walking the farm, he's going to get you a good start. Texas strikes out over 23% of the time. Musgrove strikes out about 19% he faces. Uh, very low hard contact rate of 287 which is phenomenal. Like I said, going up against Texas, uh, 4-4-0 team total, middle of the pack. Uh, a little above average ISO, or Woba of 320, but about average, and an ISO of 177. So we know they can smack it around, but very inconsistent, and Musgrove has been very good. He's worth the gamble, 76. I wouldn't go all in. There's a, I'd almost rather use my punt options coming up, but he's not bad at 76. Jamison Tyon, 6,800 bucks, coming off testicular cancer surgery and scare. Hopefully he's good to go with all of that. We know he's good to go on the mound. His rehab starts were phenomenal. He was hitting high 90s fastballs. He was striking out all kinds of guys. Pitch count should be good to go. If not, at least get into the 90s, I'd assume, tonight. But he looked really good in the minors in his rehab starts. Nothing to be too worried about there. Uh, facing Colorado strikes at about 22% of the time versus righties. Ground ball rate of 52.9% for Tyon is outstanding. Low hard contact rate of 28.9. Was pitching really, really well before the scare took place. Third lowest team total on the board at 4.04. Lefties hitting 303. Righties 309. Tyon very much in play for me. K upside alone. Um, hopefully gives you – I'm, I'm hoping for at least five for and the chance to win. But I'm hoping six. Maybe sneaks into the seventh. But at least six. Gets me the strikeouts I need. Great value at 6800 bucks for a guy like Jamison Tyon. Now we get to the three punt plays, and you're going to think I'm a crazy, crazy man, but that's what makes them punts. High risk, high reward. We're going to kick it off against the guy going up against the juggernaut known as the Washington Nationals in Washington. For 6600 bucks, you too could have Mike Fultonevich. Yes, Fulty. The guy I fade on a regular basis, and he's cost me of late because he's learned how to pitch. He's learned how to be the guy that people thought he'd be back-to-back Seven inning, no run run performances. He has 17.3 or more DraftKings points in three of his last four. Uh, you can go four of his last six if you want to go that route. Or five of his last eight. He's been really, really good. There are blow-up potentials, but he shut down Philly in SunTrust. Shut down the Reds at Cincinnati. Shut down Pittsburgh at SunTrust. He's been stinky good of late. One thing to look at the Fulty. You got the Nat striking out about 19% of the time. Fulty striking out about 20%. Hard contact's only 27.8%. He's done a phenomenal job at that. Still gives up a few too many home runs. You got lefties who uh, hit him at 334 clip, righties 314. You know the Nationals got Thump, Harper, Murphy, Weeders from the left side. Some other options there from the right, of course. Extreme gamble, but he's really been pitching well, and the upside is there for a guy like Fulty to continue to get it done. Next up, Alberto Mejia, 6,500 at home against the Seattle Mariners. Just faced him his last start out. Five innings, two hits, three earned, five Ks, 11.7 points. But before that, he was a 15-plus point guy. Very consistent cash game floor. Uh, he got in trouble with the pitch count and walks his last time out, which with him, walks is a concern. But the K upside is there against Seattle. Sometimes it's not best facing a team back-to-back. Uh, when you're talking Mejia... Seattle strikes out 19.3% of the time. Mejia, 20.9. He's limiting the hard contact to 30.8%. Walks over 12%, which is scary. But he's facing the uh, the Mariners. 
Team total of 488. Lefty's hitting 390. Righty's 364 off Mejia. But that was because of, that's a little more inflated due to his really, really bad start to the season. Mariners at 298 Woba versus lefties, a 115 ISO, both well below average. Really bad stuff. You saw Jay Hap shut him down yesterday as a whole. They're just bad against lefties. They had a couple good games like a week or so ago. As a whole, really, really bad versus lefties. Rain permitting, Mejia could be a sneaky, at least a good solid floor with potential upside G, uh, gamble. Maybe a decent cash gamble. Now we go to the one that's really intriguing to me the more and more I've dug into it. Because no one's going to own him, I'll tell you that much. Alex Meyer of the Angels at home against your Bronx Bombers, the New York Yankees. Now it's a part shift from Yankee Stadium to Anaheim. You got Meyer who's been figuring it out. Like I've, We've been on this bus since he started. Three of his last four starts, one earned run or less. He had three earned runs and another one at the Mets, which is respectable. 15 or more DraftKings points in four straight starts. He had one at 26-7 at Detroit, 27-3 at home versus Detroit. 9-4-7-7. Seven, seven. Those are his K totals, and that's what we love. Walks are always a concern with him. That's a massive concern with him. Uh, but if he's not walking, guys, the Ks are there. Yankees strike out 22.6% of the time. Myers striking out 26%. Walking 15.3 is the scary part. But that K rate for the Yanks is what gets my attention. Because even if he gives up a couple homers, goes six, gives up three, but strikes out seven plus as a punt. This is great, especially because the ownership should be so low. He's got a ground ball rate of 47.7. It's not bad. Only a home run to fly ball of 10.7. It's pretty solid. Hard contact's only 30.3. He's been pitching really, really well of late. It's just walks that get him in trouble every time. Yankees actually have a below the halfway mark in team total tonight at 4.32. Lefties are in 369, but righties only 303 versus Meyer. There's some serious upside here, but we know the Yankees' bats, serious oh shit moments. So it depends on what risk level you're at if you want to go Myers, but there is good upside there with Alex Meyer. So we're looking at our pitching. You got Strasburg 12-7, by far your top choice. No question in that. Gamble with DeGrom at 10-2. I don't mind that gamble at all. Then our mid-pack, our threesome in the mid-pack. You have Porcello, Musgrove, Tyon. I'd rank them Tyon, Porcello, Musgrove for me. All three are in play, but I'd rank them in that direction for you. And then your bottom three punts, Fulte, Mejia, Meyer. I go Mejia, quote-unquote, the safest, which is never a good term to use in baseball ever, especially with a punt play. But I'm leaning more towards Meyer than Fulte just for the K upside, and then Mejia as your safer play at the bottom. It just depends on how much you want to gamble. And, hey, if you pay up for Tyon, you don't have to gamble at all. So those are your pitching options tonight. Let's get into your bats on your nine-game slate. Kicking off the catcher's position. Led off by the one and only Gary Sanchez. $5,000 at the Angels. The guy has been mashing the baseball. Absolutely filthy. I've been actually paying for him lately. We're talking 18, 32, 12, 38 DraftKings points his last four starts. Now he does leave Yankee Stadium, which is a bit scary. You're paying 5K for a catcher. But... Cash game, you would rarely ever say to that. GPP, I get it because most people won't pay for it. So if you're fading Meyer, the upside's there for Gary Sanchez. Brian McCann at home against Udarish, 4,400. His price tag has skyrocketed. He's been hitting the ball really, really well. Good matchup with home run upside versus Darvish. Also strikeout upside, but good matchup. Mike Zunino swinging it very well also. He's one of the Mariners that does hit lefties extremely well. He's 3,900 bucks. Not a bad GPP play at all. Actually picked them up at some season-long leagues this week. 
Don't mind Zanino at all at 39. Got Gaddis at 38. Flowers at 36. Jason Castro firmly in play against you know, I don't even like Gallardo at 3,500 bucks. Castro's. I saw a tweet the other day. He's like second or third best in like the last 30 days in hard hit rate. He's been mashing it. Yeah, Gallardo uh, giving up 16.7% home run to fly ball rate, hard contact of almost 35%. Been bad at baseball. Um, the Twins, team total second highest on the board at 512. Lefty's hitting 330, righty's 369 off Gallardo. Uh, Twins, 332, team Loba, way above average. And above average ISO of 174. Last 30 days, seventh worst barrel fit for Gallardo, getting barreled up 5.8% of the time, walking over 13%, striking out barely over 18%. So Minnesota seriously in play if, it does, if rain stays out of the way. Castro at 35. I, mean, I recommend him a lot. He's really, really, really solid play today. Pelfrey's throwing for the White Sox tonight. Wellington Castillo, beef Wellington 35 is not bad at all. Mike Weeder is 33 versus Fulte. If you're fading Fulte, solid play there. Uh, Trinos or Lucroy at 32 against Musgrove if you're fading Musgrove. Uh, in that one, not bad plays. Lucroy starting to slowly heat up. Still not great, but slowly heating up. Martin Maldonado versus Tanaka, that home run to fly ball rate. Maldonado can run into one. We know that he's 3K. Some decent upside punt option there. But there's some below threes that I like a lot. I mentioned him, I believe, Friday and Saturday for sure. Uh, one of you guys tweeted me yesterday. Like I say, always tweet me when I'm available. I will help. But uh, Pittsburgh catcher Elias Diaz with Savelli on the DL. 2900 bucks. He's been very productive overall as a whole. Hits lefties very, very well. Faced a lefty yesterday. Two for four with a double. A run score. Two ribbies. 14 points. Last two days, 14 and 15 is DraftKings points. Very much in play against Freeland at 29. Solid punt option there. Uh, Devin Mesoraco of Cincinnati, 2,800 versus Perdomo. Perdomo, the last 30 days, 22nd worst barrel fib. Getting barreled a little over 5% of the time. So, um, and we saw the weather in, uh, is coming in in San Diego, which makes it a little not so happy. But there's upside with Mesoraco there for sure. As you go down the list, um, Sandy Leone at 2,700 versus Eikhoff. Firmly in play, Eikhoff has just been a mess Boston highest team total on the board at 583. Lefty's hitting 351 off Eikhoff. Leon is in play. Another one I like a lot with tremendous home run upside. He's really hot at the moment, so maybe ride the hot streak. Uh, San Diego stacks in play. I wish the weather was a little more hitter friendly, but when you're facing Bronson Arroyo, things are still okay. Austin Hedges at 2700 bucks is a phenomenal play as well. Nothing to worry about there. Like me, some Austin Hedges at 2700 As you go down the list, Tucker Barnhart, 26. If Mesoraco's not starting, not bad for a punt. Um, you might want to see lineups for the below the guys below that, like Rene Rivera versus Lackey at 23. I like him always as a punt with upside. But as a whole, or even Jose Lobaton, if he gets a start, Weeders gets the day off at 21. is not a bad punt versus Fulte. But for the regulars that we know about, you know, Hedges, like your Leons, uh, Mesoracos, and Diaz, those are really good options below 3K if you want to save money at the catcher's position. Or there's great options up top. Depends on the route you want to take. First base, Joey Votto, 52 versus Perdomo. Definitely in play. Votto hit, went yard in L.A. yesterday. Good matchup tonight. Uh, Zimmerman's day-to-day for the Nats. He's 51. Mark Reynolds versus Tyon, 49. Uh, like me some Matt Holiday. Like I will have good Meyer exposure. I like his upside, but if he's off, 
He's going to walk guys. You get Angels bullpen, and it's the freaking Yankees. Um, they just hit everything. So Matt Holliday at 47 definitely played. Jay Bruce, first base outfield eligible, 47 versus John Lackey. Uh, Mets team totals, one of the lower ones at 417, but lefties hitting 322 off Lackey. Um, we know the Mets have some mashing. They're just inconsistent. If you want to use Lackey, go for it, but he's the biggest mental midget out there. If it go, starts going bad, it will implode. So Bruce, 47. Rizzo versus DeGrom at 46. If you're, He's been really good against lefties this year, but if you're fading DeGrom, if you think he's really broken, which if that's fine. He's 4600 bucks, definitely in play. You got Marwin Gonzalez at 46 versus Darvish as a sneaky play. Um, Mitchie Two Bags, Mitch Moreland, 45 versus Ikoff. Said lefties are hitting Ikoff extremely well. Moreland, price is way up on him, but an interesting play. Chris Davis, Crush Davis, 43 versus Pelfrey. Solid look there. Jose Abreu versus the lefty Wade Miley, Mr. Smoke and Mirrors. He's either going to piss you off because you're stacked against him or you're going to be counting your money because you're stacked against him. You just don't know which one. It's been worse of late. Abreu, 41 in play. If you're not going Bruce at first for the Mets, Duda at 41 is very much in play. Got Danny Valencia, who's lefties well. He's 4K versus Mejia. So nice, nice lower mid-range prices here if you don't want to pay up. Josh Bell is a switch hitter for the Pirates. He's 3,800 versus Freeland. Uh, Adam Land, if he gets to start, 3,700. Nice cheap upside play versus Fulte. Uh, Will Myers versus Bronson Arroyo at 36. Has some nice value. Albert Pujols, 35 versus Tanaka with that home run upside is tremendous for a GPP play. Uh, da, 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 da. I don't even mind CJ Cronin, even though I prefer him versus lefties. Uh, Jose Azuna for Pittsburgh. He's first base outfield eligible. He's only 3,000. I'd probably punt first, or an outfield position with him if you're going to use him. But versus a lefty, he's a very solid play, especially if you're doing some sort of uh, pirate stack. So keep him in mind. And then... Uh, Louis Valbuena, I actually used him at third base yesterday, and he got 13 points. He's not the most consistent guy, but he's got home run upside against Tanaka. First base, third base eligible at 2700 bucks if you're punting. Maybe you try to put a Strasburg-DeGrom lineup together. Well, he's not the you know most consistent play, but there is tremendous upside at that price tag. Second base, Jose Altuve, 47, is definitely in play. Daniel Murphy at 47, definitely in play. Love Jonathan Scope, the Price tag continues to climb with $4,600. He's been mashing the baseball. Great matchup versus Pelfrey. Starting Castro's been hitting it really, really well. 46 versus Meyer. These are all really good-looking plays. Neil Walker, 46. Uh, I love uh, Brian Dozier at 43. He's been really hitting the ball well. Good upside versus Gallardo. Robbie Cano hits lefties just fine at 43. I really, really like Josh Harrison. Second base, third base eligible versus the lefty at 42. He's been very good versus lefties. Keep him in mind. Scooter Jeanette, 4,100. You're going to jump back on a scooter train. It's a good matchup versus Perdomo. Second base outfield eligible. Definitely can get behind some scooter at 41. As you go down the list, Harris Salarte, 37. Tremendous upside versus Arroyo. Like that quite a bit. Uh, Ruggie Odor, it's only 3,400. Some home run upside versus Musgrove. If you want to go a little cheaper, I can get behind that play. Taylor Motter, second base shortstop, 31 versus the lefty. Much better versus lefties than righties. So that's a good value with Taylor Motter in that one. Ben Zobris, twenty nine hundred bucks. If you're even if you're just want like a cheap one off punt play, second base outfit eligible. He's been batting cleanup lately for the Cubs, so you're getting a cleanup batter. He went yard yesterday at twenty nine hundred bucks. It's worth a gamble in a GPP. You don't have to go full fade stack against Degrom, but as a gamble, it's a good play. Um, 
And that should just about do it at the second base position. DraftKings did good over the last few days. They put in a ton of prospects that could be called up lately at the position. So the pool's way deeper, but they're there when they get the call. Third base, Arenado, 4800 bucks, always in play. Miggy Snow at 46 like him a ton tonight. Rendon at 45 The Todd Father at 44 Um Eugenio Suarez at 43 with some nice upside there. Josh Harrison mentioned him. Like Seager at 41. He has lefties fine. Really like me some David Freese. He's hitting the ball really, really well. His lefties extremely well. He's 4K versus Freeland. I'm telling you, Pittsburgh will be low-owned. Uh, they could lay an egg, but they have tremendous upside. Joey Gallo at 3,800 versus Musgrove is in play for home run potential there. Wilmer Flores, we prefer him versus lefties. He's hitting righties well as also. Second base, third base, 3,400 versus Lackey. Uh, Chase Headley's been disappointing, but he's 32. You know, Escobar 32 in the same game are options. As you go down, Corey Spangenberg hit two homers yesterday. He's third base outfield eligible. I mention him every now and again. It's a good punt play. He's only 2,900 versus Arroyo. So you get a little San Diego action going and get one of your bats for 2,900 bucks with upside. He's, he's an easy guy to throw up a zero, but we saw what he did yesterday. There's potential there. Um, he had 28 points yesterday. He had 11 points on Saturday. Six on Friday, and then he was he was cold going into that. So maybe he's heating up. Maybe this is the time to get on him at twenty nine hundred bucks. And it's, what else can you ask for? But uh, Bronson Arroyo. There's Valbuena again at twenty seven. I told you first base or third base as a punt play. Mikel Franco is extremely cheap at twenty four hundred versus Porcello, but he's struggling worse than almost anybody in baseball. There's actually talks of potentially putting him back down to Triple A. So if you want to gamble, he's a punt with tremendous upside, but the upside's almost been gone too. So it's massive risk. Going over shortstop, Trey Turner, fifty three hundred bucks for his faulty gets on and runs, folks runs for days. Carlos Correa, forty seven, great play. Cozart, forty seven for Perdomo, solid. Bogarts, forty six. Anders, forty four, both okay. Like Didi Gregorius a lot at forty three. I recommend him all the time. The guy just continues to hit the baseball with power upside. He's 4300 bucks. I know it's not the most ideal ballpark, but great upside there. Anderson Simmons at 39 tremendous upside, but hitting the ball really, really well against Mr. Tanaka, Mr. Home Run Tanaka. Got Tim Anderson versus uh, Wade Miley at 36 for the White Sox. Not too bad. Mercer, 36 versus Freeland. Usually leads off versus lefties. Swings it really well. I like that play quite a bit. Azrubo Cabrera, 35 versus Lackey is definitely in play. I mentioned Taylor Motter earlier at 31. Also in play. Uh, Eduardo Escobar had a decent weekend in San Francisco. He's third base shortstop at 29. If you want to punt that direction, I can get behind it. Uh, if Wilmer Defoe gets a, a spot start, he's second base shortstop at 29. Not the worst punt you can make. Uh, that's, if Adrian's is in the lineup, he's second base shortstop eligible. He's 2,500 because Polanco's been out with an injury, so they're kind of rotating around that shortstop position. Not a bad punt play at 2500 either. Going to the outfield to wrap it up. Charlie Blackman, 56, definitely in play, always in play. Aaron freaking Judge, my goodness. Saturday, the hardest hit ball in history at 121 miles per hour. Yesterday, it's the hard, longest home run of the season at 495 feet. Clears the bleachers in left center field at Yankee Stadium. The guy is not human. Insane, 5500 bucks. Bryce Harper, 54 versus Fulte, solid. He's been... Not raking like he was, but he's still Bryce Harper, always in play. Nelson Cruz versus lefty Mejia, 51. Nelson Cruz versus a lefty. 
Benintendi at 51 versus Eikhoff definitely in play. He'll be lower owned than all four of those guys I just mentioned. So if you're paying up, you want to be sneaky. Benintendi definitely in there. George Springer continues to match the baseball. 17 homers on the year. He's 4,900. Cameron Maidman's been outstanding. People hate on the price tag, but he's been so good. He's been paying for it. He's leading off. He's 4,800 bucks versus Tanaka. Why not? Brett Gardner's 48. No one's been complaining about that price all year. He's been leading off. Both definitely in play. Michael Conforto, 48 versus Lackey. Mentioned Bruce, 47. Those guys are good looks there. Good hitting environments in New York tonight. Mookie Betts, 46. McCutcheon is 46. I know he's got upside versus a lefty, but that's a uh, steep price tag there. Aaron Hicks at 46, definitely in play. Avisil Garcia versus a lefty at 45, firmly in play. Adam Duvall at 45, definitely in play. Yohannes Yo- Espedes at 44. Nomar Mazzara at 43. Nice value upside there compared to the top price guys against Musgrove. Uh, Hunter Renfro at 43 is so a really, really good play versus a Royal like that a ton. Jackie Bradley Jr., 41, really good upside versus Eikhoff, left-handed bat versus Eikhoff. Cole Calhoun's been swinging it well. He's 4,100 versus Tanaka, like that quite a bit. Mitchell Scooter Jeanette, uh, Josh Reddick at 4K versus Darvish for GPP upside. Odabel Herrera, 3,900 versus Porcello, definitely in play if you're fading Porcello. No problem with that. Sensu Chu, 39 versus Musgrove is in play. Carlos Beltran, 39 versus Darvish is in play. Billy Hamilton, really good looking play tonight. Price tags all the way down to 3900 bucks. If you get on base versus Perdomo, who's been walking a lot of guys as well, you walk with Billy Hamilton, you're giving up a double or a triple that way. Stealing bags, 3900 bucks. Sneaky good play there. Adam Jones at 38 is not bad. Seth Smith leading off for Baltimore versus Pelfrey at 38, not bad either. Howie Kendrick has been swinging it really well. I like to target him with the versus lefties and righties because 3800 versus Porcello and the short wall, the green monster in Boston. Scott Shebler at 38 went yard yesterday. Supreme upside against Perdomo. Really good upside with Shebler at 38. Grossman and Kepler at 37 from Minnesota versus Gallardo. Both very solid, firm plays there. The Trumbombs down to 3700 bucks for Baltimore against Pelfrey. Good upside value with that play. Uh, Mitch Hanniger at 3600 versus Mejia. Looks like he's back. Uh, you got the Milkman, 35 versus Miley. Switch hitting Milkman. Definitely in play. So we get to the cheaper price tags. Michael A. Taylor, 34 versus Felty is not bad. Uh, ben Gamble, I don't know about that as much. The lefty-lefty there. Jason Hayward, 32, has a punt versus DeGrom if you want to go that route. Buxton slowly hitting better at 31. He went yard yesterday, but still not a secure-secure, but he's decent. Jose Azuna, I mentioned him earlier, at 3K. Not bad at all on that one. When you get below the 3K, it gets dicey. There's Zobrist and Spangenberg, both 2900 bucks. Decent punt plays with upside right there. And uh, Heredia of Seattle versus the lefty Mejia. Lately, he's been leading off against lefties. He's 2700 Could be a nice punt play with upside there. Heredia of Seattle. And Eric Young Jr., 2400 bucks, continues to get it done. The price tag continues to not change. Tremendous upside with EY. If he's in the lineup at $2,400, really solid looking play there. Can't dislike that at all. Quick recap, your pitching. Strasburg, 12-7. Definitely the top choice versus Atlanta. DeGrom, 10-2. Good GPP play versus Chicago. Parcello, 86 versus Philly. Musgrove, 76 versus Texas. Tyon, 68 versus Colorado. And those three shows, I go Tyon, Parcello, Musgrove. 
I mean, your three really risky punts, Fulte 66 at Washington, Mejia 65 versus Seattle, Meyer 64 versus New York. Kind of like a Meyer, Fulte, Mejia, and then the word I hate to use, Mejia might be your safest, though. So three interesting punt plays. It's a really tough slate. The pitching after Strasburg, they all have massive concerns. So tread lightly. When you're looking at your stats, Boston highest team total at 583 lefties. 351 off Eikhoff, righties only 281. So like Ben Benintendi's, JBJ's, Moreland's, some good lefty options. And you're never going to not want to play bets. You don't have to, but you don't want to. Twins, 512 total. 330 lefty, 369 righties off Gallardo. Love the Twins today, if the weather permits. Baltimore, 503 total versus Pelfrey. Lefties hit 369, righties 332 off Pelfrey. Firmly in play, get some value with like Trumbo and company. White Sox off Miley, lefties or righties hitting 353 off Miley, 497 total. Abreu, go the Todd Father or Davidson at third. You got uh, Garcia in the outfield. Some good options there. Seattle versus Mejia, if you're going that route. Washington versus Fulte, if you're going that route, you can get behind both of those. Really like me some Pittsburgh versus Freeland. Um, if you want to go Texas versus Muscrop, I can understand it. I love San Diego versus Arroyo. Uh, lefties hitting 407, righties 283 off Arroyo. Do you want to go Yankees versus Myers? Totally fine. Probably chalk, but totally fine. And then uh, Mets versus Lackey, I like quite a bit. And Reds versus Perdomo. Lefties hitting 368, righties 343 off Perdomo. So some upside in that late night game. The last game of the night should be super low owned in San Diego, Cincinnati. It could be a stupid pitcher's duel out of nowhere, but the upside for the bats are huge there. And you get them at kind of a reduced rate compared to some of your other stacks like the Cubs or the Yankees and company. So I don't mind those guys at all. So lots to like on this nine-game slate. Really interesting nine-game slate. Now, if you have any questions, as always, hit me up on Twitter, at BDNTrick. Check us out, thesportsdgens.com. Great last week tonight, recording Benched with Bubba, episode 41, with DFS Golf Gods and... KB Reardon, Jesse and Kevin back to preview the U.S. Open, DFS, betting, overall preview, the works. Check that out. Jesse, our PGA DFS writer, he won a qualifier for this week's Thunderdome uh, on DK for the U.S. Open. The $5,300 entry, he won it on a $4 satellite beat out like a handful of people. Check out his Twitter. Awesome stuff. So those guys will be on talking golf, but we got nine games tonight. So good luck. Hit me up if you have any questions. Let's cash. I'll be back tomorrow. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your nine-game slate preview for Monday, June 12th. I'm out.